You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. None of Alabama's GOP House members vote to raise the debt ceiling for the federal government. The U.S. House did pass that legislation with only one Republican voting in favor of it. Alabama's sole Democrat Congresswoman Terry Sewell did vote in favor of raising the debt ceiling. The U.S. Senate passed the legislation a few days ago by one vote before it went to the House, so it now heads to President Joe Biden for signature. Both of Alabama's senators did vote in favor of passing the National Defense Authorization Act for 2022. The bill also heads to the White House for signature. This latest bill is different from what was sent to the House from the Senate, where Republicans in the House, like Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers, work to remove certain liberal provisions, including a requirement for all females to register for a military draft when they turned 18. The bill also provides more funding for military bases in Alabama. Senator Tommy Tuberville worked to get that funding for Alabama's airmen in order for them to make upgrades and repairs to facilities ahead of the 187th Fighter Wing transitioning over to the R-35 fighter jet at Danley Field. The Southern Poverty Law Center is designating $100 million to address voter suppression that they claim is going on in the Deep South. The SPLC's Vote Your Voice initiative will create local organizations to boost voter turnout and help former felons regain their voting rights. The SPLC says there hasn't been enough education outreach by the state for the disenfranchised voter. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill strongly disagrees with these claims, pointing to the record number of voter registrations that have occurred in the state. Merrill says that if Alabama is suppressing people from participating in the election process, then why is over 92 percent of the state population now registered to vote? Merrill also touted the state's election procedures and laws, saying they are rated as the strongest in the nation by four different entities. Two men are under arrest in Jefferson County after a visiting missionary was shot 18-year-old Michael Faber of Ohio is still in serious condition after getting shot four times by a total stranger who showed up at the Birmingham Stake Center where a meeting was being held by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's when he opened fire and Faber was hit. 18-year-old Courtney Knight is now facing attempted murder charges. Another man, Cornelius Knight, is being charged with hindering an investigation. A toy donation center has been overwhelmed with generosity to help families in need this Christmas. The Toys for Tot location in Jefferson County has seen 21,000 toys dropped off for children's ages 8 to 12. Distribution will begin next Wednesday, just ahead of Christmas Eve on Friday. The Toys for Tots in Birmingham will cover a six-county area as they distribute those donations. Organizers with Toys for Tots did not know what to expect this year and whether or not COVID would affect people's willingness to give. Now they say this has been the biggest donation seen in almost a decade. A memorial was dedicated earlier this week to eight victims of a crash from the Tallapoosa County Girls Ranch. Eight pillars were placed in honor of those children on a hill near the girls' ranch. The 12-car pileup occurred on Interstate 65 this past June. The Tallapoosa Girls' Ranch had the most fatalities by losing eight from the group. They were all returning from a beach vacation at Gulf Shores. One other child and one adult also died in the crash. Governor Ivey was there to take part in the dedication. It was covered by WSFA News. You are all a family. And to lose family in this way It's just truly unimaginable to me. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, 
President Joe Biden was in Kentucky on Wednesday to survey the damage done by a monster tornado that devastated multiple towns in that state. It also tracked through five other states, causing damage and death there. Biden spoke with Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir at Fort Campbell and then got an aerial view of the damage done to the town of Mayfield, which was essentially flattened by the twister. Biden promised to provide support for however long it takes to recover and rebuild. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is going to get coal in his stocking from angry Democrats for holding up the Build Back Better plan. Manchin is not willing to get on board with the $1.9 trillion reconciliation package that increases government programs and spending. Fox News is reporting that negotiations between President Biden and Manchin did not go well this past Wednesday, and for now the plan has been shelved to be brought back up on the other side of the holidays. Republicans and Manchin have expressed concern over how this increase in spending will affect inflation that is already at a 40-year high. The Congressional Budget Office has completed its scoring of the legislative package. The CBO is there to evaluate the true price attached to all of the legislative language. They placed the cost at double the estimated amount that was put out by the White House. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell lambasted the bill on Wednesday from the Senate floor. We've known since the start of COVID pandemic that Democrats saw it as an opportunity to transform American society. They've actually been quite candid about that. And the reckless taxing and spending spree they're riding behind closed doors is a Trojan horse to let the radical left dictate intimate details to American families. All those radical changes, all those big government intrusions into family life compared with the crushing tax hikes that would hit our country like a ton of bricks. There are new surcharges on individual taxpayers. There are tax hikes for pass-through businesses. There's a brand new radical scheme to make American industries less competitive that Senate Democrats scribe down with no hearings or committee process. President Biden promised he wouldn't raise taxes, one penny on anyone making less than 400,000. <clears> but experts agree that Democrats' tax hikes would break that promise. People with far less income would be affected. So for goodness sake, in 2022, their bill would give a bigger percentage tax cut to people making more than $1 million every year than to families that pull in between $75,000 and $100,000. That's according to the Joint Committee on Taxation. So it's hard to wrap your head around all this. That is, unless you subscribe to Washington Democrats' apparent core <coughs> principle. Core principle. When the American people are footing the bill, the menu is all you can eat. Well, the Department of Justice is going to have to clean up parts of its own house after a report from the Office of the General Inspector says that four FBI officials engaged in sexual relations with foreign prostitutes, two other FBI officials engaged in some sort of sexual misconduct. The report does not reveal the level of seniority among those six FBI officials. This report comes on the heels of another investigation into 10 CIA agents who committed sex crimes against children, some as young as two years of age. That internal CIA report was obtained by a Freedom of Information request by BuzzFeed News. There is yet another high-profile trial getting underway. There's been a few of them in the past three to four weeks. Harvard University professor Charles Lieber is charged with economic spying for China. Opening statements in that trial were made in a Boston federal court on Wednesday. Lieber is the former chair of Harvard's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. 
Lieber was arrested in January of 2021 for his connections to China's Thousand Talents program, which is designed to recruit people to work with China with knowledge in technology and other intellectual property. And across the pond in the United Kingdom, a science and technology select committee within the British Parliament heard quite a report from a specialist who's at MIT and Harvard here in the United States. Dr. Alina Chan specializes in gene therapy and cell engineering. Chan told the committee that top virologists that she works with say it's reasonable to believe that the COVID-19 virus was genetically engineered in its origins. Chan says the virus has a unique feature called the furin cleavage site, and that unique feature is what is causing the pandemic. Chan then went on to reference a collaboration between the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China and an American nonprofit, EcoHealth Alliance, Chan says a proposal was leaked out between EcoHealth and the Wuhan lab to develop a pipeline for inserting novel furin cleavage sites. Chan and her co-author in this report, Viscount Ridley, say the true origins of COVID-19 must be uncovered in order to deter bad actors who think unleashing a pandemic is something they can get away with. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Don't forget to listen to Right Side Radio as Michael Yaffe fills in for Phil Williams and he talks about the Build Back Better plan with Joseph Curl, who's a columnist for The Daily Wire and Washington Times. You know, I was speaking with uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville out of Alabama, uh, speaking to him yesterday, and he, he was telling me that he doesn't think Build Back Better will be passed before the end of the year And he's pretty hopeful that it will never be passed because the likes of Joe Manchin um, are are not on board with that. So I'm a little bit hopeful that maybe we can actually kill that bill. And as I say, kill the bill and save America. What what do you think? Yeah, that's that's a tough call because, you know, this is how. And again, I'm sure your listeners and you've been following this for years and years now. They used to do the appropriation bills. I think there's either 12 or 14 appropriation bills. And those used to come up just all year long. An appropriation bill would come up and all the lawmakers would debate them. They would vote on it and and pass it through. And now it just comes up in an omnibus bill. And now it comes up in the week before Christmas as all these lawmakers are trying to go home. So they they print out some ridiculous you know bill that's three, 4,000 pages. Nobody reads it. No one has time to read it. And they all just pass it. So you know, it, it depends on it depends on whether these guys want to ever get home. Hmm. That they might just they might just pass it. But you know, and again, what happens at a certain point is everybody starts to get their beak wet. I mean, everyone's getting a few hundred million dollars for some pet project they want back at home, and then these lawmakers will just sign on and and vote for whatever. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not as optimistic as you. I think I think Congress just. They'll, they're going to do this one way or the other, and if they have to bribe all the Republicans to get on board, they'll do that. But I think they'll, I think they'll pass this thing. Unfortunately, wow. you're right. I mean, it's not good for America. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. <laughs>